Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Podcast. Good night, everybody. Number 50. Kabaracha. What is the Roman numeral for 50? Go. I don't know. Neither do I. I mean, uh, I should know because it's Super Bowl 50 this year, but I think they're actually using the numbers, not the Roman numerals, for like your first time ever. Yes, they are. But what the heck? Is 50 really long? And they're just like, no, we can't do anything with this. The Roman numeral for 50 is actually... L. Oh. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. L looks kind of... That's, like, confusing. Super Bowl loser. I knew it was either, like, one or, you know, ten different numerals. that was that? was that? We got John Hassinger, Matthew Clark here. We tried to get Mike Biscardi. I think he's driving. Uh, wasn't able to get him in. Uh, he's always driving these days. Always. Always uh, picking up mattresses. So... Uh, yes. He's probably headed home. He's going to check in with us in a little bit, so we'll just keep the airwaves open. We had to do the 50th show. Um, it had to be kind of surprise here. You know, we decided like two hours ago, yo, let's just do it tonight. Yeah. We didn't want it to get away from us, uh, risk the chance of not being able to do it, so I want to thank you Biscardi, all. Speaking of Biscardi, if I can cut you off while you were thanking our listeners. No, I just wanted um, to say well, quickly, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what your favorite episode was ever. Ah, the top 50. So uh, speaking of Biscardi, and I'm, I'm pissed that we don't have him on here because I wanted to talk to him about his J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Phenomenal game. We're taking down Tom Brady in overtime. Patriots electing to kick to start the overtime made no sense to me. Bizarre. Not the best quarterback in the world on your team. But whatever. Uh, and they won. But I, I heard the coach interviewed before the game. And you know how whenever a team's playing Tom Brady, all they say is, how do you prepare for a guy like Tom Brady? <laughs> How do you do it? Oh, sorry, he just got caught in my throat. My uh, and and the coach's answers are always they are like the stereotypical generic, you know. Here it is. We just gotta play our ball game. We can't get into whether they're gonna run or whether they're gonna pass. We just gotta play our ball game. If they run, we gotta be ready. If they throw, we gotta be ready. <laughs> how, how insightful how deep if they run we gotta be ready if they we're throw, gonna play football that's yeah. ball playing with your feet although we do tackling and when they throw the ball to the receiver we have to intercept that because if they complete it they have a better chance of winning 
the ball game. And that's pretty much the name of the game. That's Win how we do it. It's like it's Belichick the- in the post-game interview. Oh, there, there's no confusion. <laughs> they beat us. No confusion. He's like a wet, he's like a cold, wet fish. He's borderline, like, robot. He's there's actually, no you know, he he's just like all robot. There's like no personality at all bleeding through on that There's guy. There's no soul. He's just, we lost. We lost next, the game. Up next, opponent, Sunday. I, it's like, they know. I am going to be on the show, Small Wonder, on Netflix <laughs> this weekend. Please tune in anytime for a binge watch. I will be playing myself, a distant relative to the main character. I wonder if when he gives his phone number out, he does like how every number sounds the same as a thing. What's your number, Bill? It is three one three four two four 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 five two four. Oh, okay. Did you watch Cam Newton's post-interview game after the uh, Panthers had that upset yesterday? No. He's like, ain't gonna lie about it. Ain't gonna lie. Special teams didn't do well. Got our asses kicked, so I'm going to say it. And I'm looking straight at the mirror when I'm talking about this. It's my fault, too. Look, you're damn right it's your fault, too. You're the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, they destroyed the Falcons like two weeks ago, 38 nothing or something. And they all were taking – the team was taking a huge selfie on the sideline during the game, like the offense. The defense is on the field. Yeah. Offense is on the sidelines taking selfies with selfie sticks. Why? And, you know, that's a bit of a karma right there. Why would that be done? Well, I kind of like what he's doing. I, uh, I really think that he, they, he, like, the NFL, the Panthers allowed him to mature, you know, because he came out of college and everyone thought he was going to be unreal right away. And he had some mental stuff that he had to work through. You know, it seemed like he just wasn't getting it. Now he's so disciplined. And so just naturally gifted. I mean, the guy looks like LeBron, you know, like well, how LeBron does in the NBA. It's like bigger and better than everyone. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Cam Newton really came in and uh, what was the I'm personal stuff he went through? He had, he had some problems for a while. Uh, yeah, like I think he got kicked out of college. Like he didn't start at Auburn. Then there was some issues like where his dad was selling his jersey or I, I could be wrong yeah. here. By the way, I bought his jersey. His dad sold it for a rock. It got wild. It got wild. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to get into too much football talking. I didn't see much yesterday, just the right. end of the Jets-Patriots game. Uh, my buddy, well, this guy that I work with who works out of Atlanta, but him and I do a ton of deals together. He's a great guy. He's in town, just on vacation. And we met last night. And another guy that I work with who works down in Miami, he came up and met us. Like, all three of us, we all just get along, Sounds you know, sexual. remotely, but in person as well. But 90% of our relationship is Mobly. mobile. And the guy that come, came up from Miami, his name's Ilya, obviously Jewish. And, yes. and I was with Heather. So I've mentioned Ilya to Heather before when he does his typical Larry David kind of you know, complain a little too much Jew act. You know, he does it all the time and I call him out on it. It's mostly comedy. So I was excited for them to meet Ilya and Heather, you know, right. they're from the same tribe. Yes. The but tribes they, are going to be colliding in love. When they met each other, it was like a letdown. And I, rem- and I was reminded of a time in college where I was with my you one. You thought black- it was going to be Fiddler on the Roof. 
I was with my one black friend, and <laughs> when two blacks meet this summer. No, yeah, I was like, ooh, my, my one black friend, and I'm going to a party that my other black friend is hosting, you know, at Penn State, I was slowly accumulating close black friends, because, you know, we grew up in white America. Right. The only two black kids at St. Jude were brothers, literally. So I didn't have many, and I was excited, and I remember when I introduced them to each other, it was almost like I insulted them. I like, hey, he's black, you're black, you guys should get along! <laughs> you guys probably know each other! <laughs> You might be related. You guys want to go dancing? That's what it was like last night. Oh, I think we got somebody calling in here. We got one yeah, of our callers here. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Caller, you're on with John and Matt on the podcastle. Hey, boys. Hello? Is it, is Let it, me it, tell you something about the Jews. Caitlyn Jenner, welcome back. Jenner. We thought you were dead. It takes a real sicko to mutilate a man's body Whoa. like the Jews did. Whoa. You, um, well, yes. Caitlyn Jenner, we thought, what happened to you last time? We thought you died. We had you on the show, uh, and you, I didn't, haven't heard from you. Vicious car uh, Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it was, uh, I was driving along the Malibu coastline, as you recall, and, yes. uh, I, I uh, just, uh, an armadillo came Waddling across the road, and I had to, uh, to, you know, swerve, and my Lexus went over the cliff, but like James Bond, I rolled out. What? What a thrill. Caitlin, are you sure you weren't texting? Because armadillos aren't native to California. I, I think that might be a fabrication. Uh, that may be Actually, a defense I, 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 I can't text anymore because I don't have a phone. As a matter of fact, I'm borrowing Kylie's iPhone 6 just to make this call and wish you a happy 50. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. Please be careful, though. Maybe you should pull over. If you're, are you driving right now? What a great surprise. Uh, well, yeah, actually, as it happens, um, I took a flying lesson, and I'm in my, I'm in my vintage Red Baron prop plane. Oh, that, that, that this has disaster written all over it. I really think you should ground it. The view is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, please, uh... Caitlin, that's, uh, I don't know. How do you go from, you know, smashing your car oh. to flying now? That seems like a, a bit of a leap. I'm telling you, I, it was such a thrill that I just like to live dangerously now. I, I've even taken up skydiving with the girls. It's going to be on the next season show. Oh. Do you text at skydive? Do you text dive? <laughs> oh, my Hey, gosh. listen, fellas. I text. Speaking of 50, how was it, first of all, how was everybody's Christmas? Because I got some gift cards to send you. I was oh, actually thank reaching you. into my stocking this year. And it turns out I had a gift left behind from last year. It was uh, a couple of $50 gift cards to Joseph A. Bank. And I, I said to, I said to the girls, well, what am I going to do this? Give them to Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> well, so we'll be happy to take them off your hands. Now. Thank you. Well, we, we need them, Caitlin, so we appreciate it. I don't think and Ellen or any of your other celebrity friends really need them. We really need them. We need money. So yeah. that would be awesome. What about, you know, Caitlin, I, I'm curious, not how your Christmas was, but uh, as Caitlyn Jenner faces 2016, 
Are there any New Year's well, resolutions? I've, yeah, I've quite decided, a 2015. I've decided, you know what, Caitlyn Jenner is going to take on a whole new leaf and just be herself. Again? I'm not going to revert back. Lash out at the paparazzi anymore. Oh, well, that's I'm nice. going to embrace the paparazzi. <laughs> I may even let them come along on uh, my next expedition with the girls, and I don't—I've got something planned. I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. But there's something in the works. Maybe a mail. Publicity, but it might just possibly have uh, a little something to do with a little expedition to the Galapagos Islands. We're gonna we're gonna look at evolution in a whole new light. But that's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. So sort of like your metamorphosis. You're gonna look at the evolution of other species. You kinda just spoiled the whole thing right there. You told us you were going to the Galapagos. Is that the, the plan? Yo, you Oh the air traffic is just something here. What is that? Are you okay? Are we beeping at a uh, another plane? What is that? Are you? Everybody's in my way. In the air? Caitlin, are you okay? Oh my gosh. Kate. We just lost the feed with Caitlin Jenner. That sounded like a plane crashing. What the hell? Oh my gosh. That sounds like a plane crashing into a thousand other planes. <laughs> Just like her car crashed, was a car crashing into a thousand trucks. Do you think she hit the eject button in maybe, time? Maybe she's okay. Maybe she'll come back on. I, I don't know. We've lost the feed with her after a horrendous, ladies and gentlemen, sound. I'm kind of, kind of numb right now. Like, what? I'm flabbergasted. How do we go on? I, I don't know why this keeps happening. Caitlyn Jenner calls in for the second time this year, ladies and gentlemen. And it appears we lost her again. And this time, it wasn't a car crash. It was a... It was a turbo twin... Uh, plane crash. Airplane. And she was driving and... I mean, flying and speaking and... Is Caitlin, like, you know, Denzel Washington's character in Flight or whatever that movie was? Airplane? What was it called? Robert Stack's character in Airplane. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Flight. Wasn't that Denzel? It was Denzel. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, Caitlyn Jenner though. Yeah, but it's like it sounded like maybe she pulled off a maneuver like that. I'm really pissed because I just saw this really sweet article that I wanted to talk to you about, and it's not opening. Seventeen fired TV actors. Oh, actors that got fired from their show, and they have like the first guy that you see is Dominic Monaghan, aka Charlie Pace from Lost, who uh, I'm guessing was fired. Fired for off-screen antics. I know he's a bit of a nut, so I'm sure that's uh, where we're leading. Obviously, Charlie Charles Sheen, number one. Yeah, he'll probably be on this list. Come on, it's not it, populating. What was the website? It, you know, I'm, I have a bad. Oh, it's the Chive. <laughs> so here it is. Bizarre reasons actors were written off popular TV shows. Uh, what do we have? The Chive. The Chive. Keep coming, yeah. chive on. John's going to be pulling up 17 actors who were fired from TV shows. Why is there? Our prayers are with uh, Caitlyn Jenner. We hope she's okay. And uh, maybe she'll join us again. I don't know if, if what happened, but um, really certainly she uh, 
put us all a bit of a scare tonight. We're supposed to be celebrating the 50th episode, a landmark milestone in the career of the podcastle. And uh, again, she's rocked our nerves, our lives, and our hearts. And I still can't find this freaking 17, <laughs> 17 actors who were fired from TV. I got it. I got you it. You found it? I got it up. God, what is up with No, me? I don't have the website up. I mean, I got an erection talking to Kate oh. and Jenna. How we doing today? Hey, I It took like uh, I'm do not going to know a lot of these folks. New Year's resolution? Do Pardon you do me? That? Do you do New Year's resolutions? I keep them realistic. I'm going to eat less bread during the week. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. Okay, it looks like... uh. Bizarre reasons why actors were written off popular TV shows. Um, Steve from Blue's Clues left to go to college is what they told us. But he really left because the actor was going bald. He also had some musical interests he wanted to explore, but the actor said mostly because I refused to lose my hair in a kid's TV show, and it was happening fast. That's sad. So he was going bald, and he decided just to get off TV. Uh uh, uh, maybe maybe say, get hair plugs or yo, we, we can't have a host who's going bald, so see ya. Yeah. Well, no, he left at his own reconnaissance. Did he, he though? just to go. Or so the Germans, I was believe. Hmm. Tommy Chong left the 70s show because he went to jail for nine months for selling bongs. Oh! In jail, he was cellmates with Jordan Belfort, who played Leo DiCaprio, who was played by Leo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. And, oh, uh... That's not a surprise. Yeah, really. Like bongs. Is that hard up for cash? Yeah, I know. It's like he's a legend. He's like an icon. He's got to be able to make some money off of his damn name. He was probably selling autograph bongs for like five grand. And yeah. that's probably what it was. I'm sure he wasn't selling right. like glass pieces for 10 bucks. I'm sure he was selling. Like, I'm guessing. I don't know. But that's that was a while ago when they could do that. Yeah, I don't think they can do that now in California, at least. I think it's prohibited. Thank you, Mama's iced tea. Just the right amount of diabetes. Diabetes. Pay the bills there. Diabetes tea. Mama iced tea. Check it out. Need it in my life. Just the right amount of diabetes. Uh, who else we got here? Not the wrong amount of diabetes. Just the right amount. Just the right amount. Because you don't well, want too much. Yes. Yeah. If you have too much, it could cause you to lose your foot. <laughs> and your life. Some of these actors, I don't know how excited they are. Kira from the show Reba. We'll Left just, the show. We don't have to do all 17, which is such a bizarre number to begin with. I'm going to just keep scrolling through, find one. Here's one. Cheers. On Cheers, Carla's husband, Eddie, was written off because of some rude comments the actor made. 
He had a national radio show at the time and made some jokes about Rhea Perlman's looks and getting combat pay for kissing her. Perlman wanted him off the show. What? The showrunners agreed and had him killed off by a Zamboni. He wanted what for kissing her? Uh, he made jokes that he should have gotten combat pay for kissing her. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Yeah, I know. She's gross. Stupid to do that. Very stupid. Because okay. it's one of the biggest shows of all time, and if he's a recurring guest. Yeah, wouldn't you just keep your mouth, your mouth shut? That show was huge. It was on for 10 Devil years. Devil rattled your friend. And always you lose your Okay, you yeah. Dominic. Monaghan. Monaghan? Yeah. He has to be written out of loss because he was seeing... Uh, Evangeline and Lily. Yeah, she dumped him. And he couldn't stand to work with her anymore. Whoa! That's why you don't shit where you eat. Wow. Yeah. You knew that wasn't going to list. I think they started dating like as soon as the show started. Yeah. And she, you know, didn't do anything before Lost. And Dominic Monaghan's just coming off. He was like one of the main, you know, actors on the show when it started because he just finished Lord of the Rings. He was in all three of those as, uh, you know, the little hobbit that is in the trees, you know, rides the trees. The trees, Uh, the trees. And the trees. So, you know, as the show got more popular and she got more famous, he became not good enough for her. And, you know, she dumped him. Out with the old. He asked to be written off the show. It's a shame, too. It was a great character. Cat played Charlie. Sad. He's a drug addict. Rod Flanders from The Simpsons died via a volley from a t-shirt cannon grade. Maggie Roswell, the voice actress for Maud, who was Flanders' wife, got into a payment dispute with the show. She lived out of state and had to pay her own flight to L.A. and wanted to raise wanted to raise to compensate the expenses. The show found it cheaper just to kill her off. Huh. What had happened in today's day and age? You just do it on, you know... Do it on your computer. Like we're doing right now. You're in Florida. Oh, I know. Yeah. This was before the internet? That doesn't make sense. They had, yeah. I, I guess they know. wanted to be think... there in the studio. Yeah, Fox. it's like a high-tech Fox studio where, you know. I guess that's... They don't uh... want her voice encryptions being sent over the web. Yeah, they're not making uh, fake commercials for iced tea recorded on their cell phone and playing it by holding it up to the microphone on a podcast over Skype recording. <laughs> Nothing but the finest. Nothing but the deadliest. You know dicks. what, man? I really wanted to do this like the right way, like make it on YouTube and then have you feed the YouTube audio through the show so it would sound better. But I was like, you know what? I, I don't. I, I don't know how to do this, and things are slow. I'm just gonna ghetto this. Even though, if you think back like 20 years, this is not very ghetto at all. What's that? It's like super high tech. Recording that commercial and playing it on the show the way that we did. If it's on YouTube, I can just feed the... I couldn't get YouTube to work. Oh, well, send me the file. You send me the file, right? I'll just uh, download the file onto the the old podcast dashboard and insert it during the uh, post. And it'll sound just the same quality of magnitude that you... Designed and crisp. All right, I'll send it now. <laughs> Lisa Bonet was written off the Cosby Show because she uh, appeared topless in Angel Heart. Lisa Bonet, who was she? She was like the kind of hot Cosby kid. Older sister. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Huh? Why was Punky she Brewster was canceled because Soleil Moon Fry suffered <laughs> from a condition called gigantomastia, 
which is literally giant breasts. What? They developed so quickly that the producers felt there was no way they could hide it. So they shit canned her. Whoa. She was like a little kid, I guess, in the show. Oh, that's right. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> now she'd have oh. like three reality TV shows. Characters a little different. Oh, God, yeah. Here's one. I just talked to somebody about this recently on the plane. Don't ask me why we're talking about this on a plane, but when Family Matters first airs, it was supposed to be about a typical middle-class black family, yada, 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 yada. Right. After Steve Urkel kind of blew up and was successful. Um, he was only supposed to be one episode. Yeah, it was such a hit that it all became about him. And uh, what a, going The woman to... who played Harriet, I thought they were going to talk about the middle daughter in this, or the youngest child. The woman who played Harriet eventually quit because she couldn't stand working with Urkel. Whoa! But there's another, the other little Jaleel girl. The White. little girl did porn or something, right? Didn't she get written off the show and she ended up doing porn? <laughs> what little girl? In the first few seasons of Family Matters, there was like a third kid they had that they wrote out after like four seasons or something. Yeah, Something happened that... to her. Wasn't that Holly Robinson Pete's like son? I don't know. Remember, he was kind of like a. No, she was a, she was a girl. Oh. I don't know. But going back to that Punky Brewster thing, imagine yeah. if like the same thing happened to you know a male <laughs> child child actor, Ugh. and all of a sudden there's a python in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> he gets four deals. Lara Winslow, Eddie, Uncle Carl, uh, Harriet, the grandmom, and I think that's it. And then Urkel. Oh, I actually lost the, the feed system. for about 20 seconds. There was some kind of problem, so I just heard oh. the characters in Urkel. But that's probably all we needed to hear because that's all that matters because right. that's America's oh, family right there. But who else, I, who else is there? There was uh, – yeah, there were the parents – uh, Steve, Laura, Carl, um, not, yeah, Carl, uh, Eddie. Then there was like another kid. Then there was Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Urkel's place because Urkel became like this alternate, al- e- alternate ego. He was Stefan Urkel. That was when that the show the jumped the shark. You know, they yeah. got into science fiction. They went like deep science fiction. Like this person's personality was changed. It was a different character because the Urkel act got old and Jaleel White had like guns. So he just, he didn't look nerdy anymore. Right. So they brought in that Waldo guy and he was like the goof. He was pretty funny actually. He was pretty sexual. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those guys had fucked up lives. I know Jody Sweet from Full House became like a meth addict for a couple years and um, some of these child actors, they just can't hack it, you know? Yeah, they don't have the right people around them, I think, because how are they still, they don't know what they're doing, you know. It's a disgrace. But I was in, I was impressed by Jaleel White to be in that commercial with the wax figure. Yes. Have you seen that? Uh, I saw somebody talking it's, about it, actually. It's Geico, it's... <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. When you're Urkel... I forget Urkel. how it goes, actually. I don't know if it's Geico. But it's him and a wax figure, and you're driving. He's driving in a car, and the wax figure's sitting in the passenger seat. And at the end, they do like the. Cyanide. He does his own. Um, 
his old line. Did I do that? Did I do that? But he like cuts himself. He doesn't say it completely. It's pretty good. Yeah, it looks like it's for Scion. He did a little ad and good for him, you know? Yeah, good it's him. good to make fun of yourself. Come on, man. If one thing made you famous, then why don't you just do that? Embrace to, to it. Death? Like, yeah, don't like, don't deny, you know, what you, you caught lightning in a bottle. And if you have like the opportunity to like hold on to it. Yeah. Do it. Embrace that. Milk it for all you can. People, some people do that well too, you know? Um, Somebody like Mr. T, forever he's going to be Mr. T, and uh, he embraces that, you know? He'll do, like, commercials for it. He'll do local commercials for it. He'll do bits here and there. Um, you know, he, he's kind of accepted that's all he'll ever be, and he's not trying to do something different. Like, I, I'm going to do an art house film. Where, uh, Wait, who? Like, Mr. T is an example. Oh, he, right. He yeah. owns it. You know, he owns yeah. it. He's not going to do uh, – I'm not going to do an art house film where I'm a – college professor and search for no i'm gonna be mr t forever that's made me rich and i'm gonna i'm gonna own it right it's like tony soprano he james gandolfini was a phenomenal actor and i just watched him in the last castle the other night remember last castle the prison flick yes he's like the he warden has like a, he has like a weird accent in that in that yeah one, doesn't he yeah he's got a kind of a different accent he's yeah. a great actor but whenever i see him i'm like that's tony soprano, tony I, soprano. I see him as nothing else iconic iconic the show wouldn't have been nearly as popular if it wasn't for the casting of him. Or sexual. I mean, as far as mobsters, it's like him and 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 Brando. I mean, you you see their face and it's just mob boss. There it is. You know, like Frank Vincent. You know, he was one of those guys that's in all those mob movies, like Goodfellas, Sopranos, yeah. and you know, yes. He, and he and he owns it. Like that's what he wants to do. He's phenomenal at it. Like you wouldn't want to see him in like, uh, you know. Rocky and Bullwinkle or something like that. It's like Stern used to always say, uh, you know, this Napoleon Dynamite kid. I don't get it. He's like, just be Napoleon Dynamite in every movie that you make. Right. Be the awkward nerd that yes. says little awkward things. Just be Napoleon Dynamite. Like, it's perfect. That's what and you need you to do. do it forever. And he's funny as hell. Like, he's good. I know. He is. He's like and a I mean, cool guy's Michael Sarah. You know, like, yeah. Michael Sarah sucks. Everything he does is like, I'm a little awkward. Yeah. Uh, but then, but the same as John Hedder, but John Hedder like owns it. He's good at it, you know. Yeah. He channels that to where you enjoy his performance. It's good stuff. Tropic Sexual. Is that what that is? No. What's that? What's the ice skating movie with Hedder and and Will Ferrell? <laughs> no, it's uh. What is it, Midnight Express or? No, or... no it's uh. Blades <laughs> it's of Steel. Blades of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> Blades of Steel. That movie, I think everything, every line Will Ferrell has in that movie is hilarious. Yeah. I actually never saw it. I never saw Blades of Steel. Oh, my God. Is it blasphemous? I saw it in the, th dude, it's, it's Will Ferrell's unreal. He's so funny. Blades of Steel. It was a great Nintendo game, too. Blades <laughs> of Steel. Blades of Steel. <laughs> Fight. Before we, uh, I'm gonna cut the show short a little, little early. I'm having some audio difficulties, but I just want to say, and first of all, I gotta contact the police department and do a report on Caitlyn Jenner and make sure she's alive. Yeah, um, but I just want to say thanks to everybody out there. We started this podcast back in uh, May of this year. We've reached 50 episodes. It's been a great time. John has been a veteran, combat veteran in radio for over 15 years, and uh, my only radio credits were Nerd 35 back. Uh, <laughs> On an Back audio cassette recorder in fifth, fifth grade. grade. So it's been great. Um, Always love your tweets and Yeah, I want to 
I want to thank a, a special listener because uh, she listens to every show that I do and always gives me really good feedback and always tells me what she likes and what she doesn't like. And it's a rare relationship to have with a listener who used to be your girlfriend. She's like an ex-ex-ex girlfriend of mine. Oh. But I still, for some reason, just we stayed in touch. You know, not like we call and, you know, have long conversations. Yeah, it was just like on social media, we were friends. So we kind of like kept an eye on each other, made sure, you know, everything was going good. And she's listened to all my podcasts. And uh, she's awesome. And she can be brutally honest with me. Yes. Because, you know, like we dated. So like now it doesn't matter. Like she can punch me square between the eyes with honesty. I'm not trying to impress you. This is what it is. That show sucks. Matt Clark is so good on it. I just want you to – like that's probably what – that's actually probably not what what said it. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. You need that brutal honesty too. I love hearing criticism from people. Um, Yes. Not that I love what they're saying, but – it's nice to have that on his feedback. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to anything that they say. I, you know, I just, but I listen to it. No, I, um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, like when people say constructive criticism. Hey, this was funny. Why don't you do it anymore? Then I'll do it. You know, yeah. Do it again. We'll whip it back out. But like, her name's Lauren, and she is, uh, she's a good friend and a good fan. Lauren, thank you, yeah. Lauren. Thanks for she listening was... to the podcastle. Uh, on behalf of Michael Biscardi, too. Uh, I guess he's still heading back from the city, but uh, yeah. we'll do another one soon. We'll, this we'll, is a short we'll and sweet one. Short and sweet? Like we all my did, sexual counters? We just did two short, sweet back-to-back, so this is like part two of uh, of the holiday special. Yes, it's more of a double feature. Yeah, double disc. So let's try to get on the air before the uh, New Year's, too. Yeah! In fact, let's schedule a live recording on New Year's Eve. Uh, Matt, I have a party. I don't want to do that. Okay, let's let's just put it down. Don't yeah, you have a life? Just, just do don't it. Don't you have a life? It's just Dude, me. Love, hey, everybody. Love welcome to the podcast. It's Lone Shark here on New Year's yeah. Eve. This is what's stopping me from killing myself. No. Right. This is what's stopping me from jumping out the window. This is what I have. Do you hear those cars? That I am on the 52nd floor. <laughs> That's not funny. All right. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Thank you, Caitlin Jenner, for being here. We hope you're okay. Uh, on behalf of Michael Piscardi, John Hester, I am Matthew Clark saying good night, everybody. See ya. And Godspeed. Should I?